Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey everybody, welcome into Plan with the Tax Man. Thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast this week as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement as usual with Tony Morrow. Tony, buddy, what's going on? How are you? Uh, not too bad. Cold up here where I'm at right now. You a little chilly? Just a bit? A little chilly, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, it was, But it is winter in yeah, Iowa. That is true. It was 22 degrees this morning where I'm at, if that helps. You know, so it was chilly. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah we, we, don't well, do, we don't do 22 too well down here, so... <laughs> that low for us generally uh, most of us islands is about i don't know zero and below you yeah, know, where no. we start really complaining but no i'm with yeah. you i used to live in michigan in, in the chicago area for a long time when i was younger and i got uh i got tired of you know negative 12 and six mm-hmm. feet of snow so uh, i certainly understand that but yeah the power of internet allows us to do this show and i get to host it from different places and yeah. so, uh, you know, you can always we can always jump on here and do our program. But, yeah, it's very cool uh, to always talk with Tony and have some fun with different things. Hopefully we, we impart some useful wisdom along the way and you pick out a useful nugget or two on the program. This week is kind of kind of a funny title for our topic of show notes here. Uh, Lies we learn in broker school. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, that's a kind of interesting one. So a lot of financial professionals say things, Tony, that just really aren't necessarily always accurate we'll go with that and it's not i don't know that it's even intentional trying to mislead uh sometimes there's a lot of training involved where you're just kind of especially if you come through some of these big brokerage houses where uh you're just kind of sold on talking points and you just naturally gravitate to them um for example i always start the show by saying we're going to talk about investing finance and retirement because it's what we talk about but it also just really i i've gotten into a groove and it rolls off the tongue really well so the same kind of thing sometimes can happen uh and sometimes maybe just these brokers you know kind of believe this information themselves so i got a collection of statements that i think folks should be cautious of if we hear these uh from some financial advisors or experts or whatever you want to call them from time to time and i think we've all probably heard these but i'm going to let you break them down as to why they might be uh quote unquote lie we picked up in broker school all right okay all right, so uh when you see things on like print or online or you hear well we have experts who can accurately predict market movement to have you in the best investments. What do you think about that? I think if people are telling you that, and I, I just battled this actually last week with a client really? of mine okay. who's been with me for five years mm-hmm. and he was out at a, I can't remember, some work function. Somebody cornered him and said, hey, you know, you should come over here because, you know, we can promise you this much in return. And I, I just looked at him and said, if they're telling you that, and this goes for everybody, in my opinion, they're not telling you the truth because none of us can predict the market. The best minds in the world can't predict the market. They, they might be able to do a little bit better job, but I think people get confused with that. And certainly I wouldn't fall for it. What you need to do is, is find somebody that's going to get you to your goals, whatever that is, with the least amount of risk involved. And you know, if, if they're promising you this return or that return, you know, you better take a strong look at it because there's going to be a lot of risk you're taking. And in good times, like we've had the last four or five years, yeah, anybody can, you know, basically pick something. <laughs> we're, we're all and, geniuses you know, the last yeah, 10, 10 years, yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to be what happens when the market goes down 
per se. And we have another downturn, which you know is at some point, again, nobody can really predict that with true accuracy, uh, what is going to happen to your money then? And uh, I think that's what you got to look at and focus more on. Okay. All right. So that, and that one, I think a lot of us have definitely heard that. And it's, it's pretty funny that you actually had a, a pretty similar scenario just recently pop yeah. up. So, uh, yep. funny thing is, yeah, we didn't even talk about that ahead of time. So <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> random. Uh, and then we, and I think we've seen this one too, or we've heard this one. Well, if you look at our past investment returns, you can see that we have a system that works well in all markets. In all and, markets yeah. and this one cracks me up because what's also the, almost the thing that everyone says, you know, past performance does not indicate future results. <laughs> but yes. yet they'll still turn around and say this exact opposite thing. They say that. And, you know, it, it, nothing really works well in every market, you know, it, it, especially if you're heavily concentrated, which is why most, you know, advisors, you know, advise, you know, you might want to give up a little bit of return to be more diversified and have more of a consistent return because nothing, no asset class is going to work well in all markets. And if you look at what we talked about in our last show about having too much cash, cash doesn't work well right now because mm. you just not earn anything on it. So you actually, if you really look at it, you're losing money if you factor in taxes and inflation. So that's just totally, I, in my mind, an untrue statement. I think the, you know, the rebuttal or the solution for that is diversification. And then of course, you know, deciding with your advisor what return is good for you based on the risk you know in your that you want to take in your situation right yeah no and i agree with you and to me it's kind of like you know the the funny thing about uh you're talking about you know cash is not necessarily you know great right now or whatever somebody will be like with gold you know and you'll see these commercials right. we get inundated with these commercials buy gold and it's like but buy them with your we want to buy them with your dollars you know because <laughs> yeah. the dollar but the dollars you know devaluing so you should buy gold and it's like yeah but you still want to get paid with money so <laughs> that's right <laughs> are you getting you're right. not getting paid with bread are you <laughs> yeah um all right so lies we learned at broker school uh your this one is actually i think really really common and again i think this is one that I don't necessarily think is intended to be necessarily false information. I think we just, I don't know if it's become urban legend or if it's just, I don't know what, but basically we all kind of feel as though it would make sense to say, well, our tax rate should be much lower in retirement than it is when we're working because we're quote unquote making less money. But that's definitely not always the case. Matter of fact, a lot of times it can be the same or even more. It's quite the opposite today. I, I think that this is a true statement, but maybe just a little outdated okay. because, you know, back when people were just retiring, had a little Social Security, a little bit of a pension, uh, you know, and a little bit of savings. And, you know, that, that was basically it versus today where, you know, a lot of people, more people are investing early, developing larger nest eggs and whatnot, and continuing to work, even though they're, quote, retired that you know you add all that in and the taxability of social security and uh, some of that stuff that's never been taxed it's you very well could be in a little bit higher bracket if sometimes not a lot higher i've i've seen that too where people retire our tax clients they retire they're much better off than when they were working and they have to really plan for taxes just so they're not short yeah yeah and that's a good point and i think that's probably a fair statement is that you know yeah. it's it may it definitely probably made sense once upon a time uh but it just doesn't seem to be the case now this is my final one and i love this one because somebody gave me a great response to this and it was like we definitely hear um and we really haven't had a problem just yet because the market obviously overall has been trucking along pretty good but if you want an example of this go back to december of 18 uh right there around christmas time when the market had a huge fall and then of course it rebounded in january of 19 but for 
for a bit there, it had a pretty, you know, what was it like the second or maybe even the single largest uh, fall in a, in a month, I think, in like 20 years of the December fall of yeah. 18. But you'll hear things like, well, it's just a paper loss. Hang in there. You'll be fine. And that always kind of struck me as weird because isn't it all just paper loss or gain until you do something with it? Until you do something with it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. However, you know, you, you, if you hang in there and you'll be fine, I'd think that the next part of that sentence is until you're not fine. Well, true. Because, yeah. you know, if you have a prolonged downturn, you know, it's going to take you a long, long time to recover. And what I think people don't realize is, you know, if you and I use this example a lot with clients, you know, if you have a thousand dollar investment, and you lose 10 percent. So you've lost $100 and your investment's worth $900. And if you've got your advisor saying, hang in there, it'll, you'll be fine. And he says, all we got to do is earn 10% next year. That's not true. You've actually got to earn 11.1% just to get back to even. And so the, the more you have that paper lost, the longer and, and or more return you're going to have to have to get back to even. And I think people discount that time period a lot, which is why you don't want to see you know, huge paper losses, even though, yes, they are just on paper, but you don't want to see that, you know, for long periods because you may run out of time before you recoup. Hopefully though, if you're working with an advisor, you've got a strategy in place that says, you know, depending on, you know, your aggressiveness that we are, you know, if if certain things happen, you know, we're out and, and we're going to something else. And it's not a bad thing to realize a loss either. Some people say, well, I, I want to hang in there. I don't want to take a loss like psychologically, like you've been beaten. And sometimes, it, you know what, you take a little loss is better you know, and reinvest than a big loss. Yeah. Well, you know, Antonia, and a lot of times we'll have this conversation where people are like, you know, the market continues to do well. Like we said, you know, it's hitting all time high. It seems like every other day, you know, who would have thought we would have seen a jump from 28 into 29 in just basically a month. Uh, of December of uh, of nineteen, and yet at the same time, depending on your time horizon and your age, you may still want to consider looking at that and saying, okay, from a paper loss standpoint or not, if we do have a downturn, I'm gonna I stand to lose X number of dollars. Maybe it is time to start, you know, doing the old Vegas thing and taking a little off the table and preserving some of this again, sure. time horizon based, you know, based yep. on your age, but certainly worth having the conversation, I should say, uh, because even if you know, even if greed gets a hold of you and says, well, yeah, but what if it makes it to 30,000, you know, on the Dow? Well, it's probably going to get to 30,000. But mm-hmm. again, at the same time, are you being responsible with your risk allocation and your risk tolerance for whatever age you happen to be? Yes. I mean, there, there's no doubt about it. And especially uh, for the retiree crowd, you know, you don't have time to make up losses, you know, and so there's no sense in, yeah, I always tell my retiree crowd, forget about, I, I know you're inundated with news every you know, in, in every device, it's like it's always in front of us, but you're not really worried about the returns on the market so much anymore. You, you're, you're at the, the end game. Now it's important for you to keep generating income and preserve your principal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's our main topic this week, folks. So again, uh, you know, a lot of times we hear these kind of statements and and they definitely have some some ring of, well, that, that kind of makes sense. But at the same time, when you do a little bit more investigating, uh, especially for some of these things, they, they're just probably not true. So always, 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 always do your homework and do your own due diligence to make sure that you're not, uh, you know, kind of falling for some of these old tropes that happen to exist out there. And if you have questions or concerns, as always, well, you can tune into the podcast and hopefully we're going to shed some light on 
on those for you. Tony is an EA and a CFP of 23 plus years in, in the industry. And so a great resource for you to tap into here in the Des Moines area, central Iowa area, really. And you can go to yourplanningpros.com and send an email question to the show. Learn more about Tony and what he does and the team and all that good stuff. You can also subscribe to the podcast from there while you are on the site as well. So it's Google, Apple, iHeart, whatever. And if you're on one of those sites and you want and you're checking out other podcasts and maybe you're subscribing to whatever new one that you're interested in about, you know, cooking or book of the month or something like that, just type in plan with the tax man. You can search that out and subscribe to it that way as well. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, Tony, so we got a couple of email questions. Actually, I got one email question, and then I'm going to do something fun, a little getting to know you time here on the show. So let's see what Lisa's got for you. Uh, Lisa, where was Lisa? Urbandale. And she says, Tony, I'm really, uh, I would really like to meet a financial advisor, but my husband says we've been fine handling things on our own, our investments, and so he doesn't really want to do this. Do you think it's okay to continue on without help? I would say you certainly could do it. It's you know out there, and especially with today with the technology, you certainly can continue uh, without any help. Do I advise it? Of course, I'm a little biased because I am an advisor. <laughs> uh, I would say no, uh, or at least maybe uh, you know pay for some advice to see if you are on the right track, and maybe maybe you can handle it yourself. But what I find with most is generally they lack a, a complete type of plan. They lack the discipline to hold themselves accountable and to you know make the tough decisions. And that's where the advisor is going to come in. It's not really about picking the right investments. It's about, you know, helping you get to your goals, you know, yeah. and, and making sure that the plan is always there and it's being followed and somebody else to bounce things off of. You certainly, though, could choose your own investments from that plan if, you know, you see so fit. But uh, I, I would definitely at least one time you know, uh, solicit some advice. You know, and so we get these questions sort of in different formats from time to time. We don't know what your age is, Lisa, but I always say the same thing is that, and we even mentioned this earlier in this podcast, that uh, just about everybody looks like a genius over the last 10 years for the most part because of the way the market has gone. But we, if you're accumulating, I, it's definitely easier in my opinion. Uh, but if you are talking about preservation and distribution for retirement, man, there are so many components. We don't, I didn't realize half of what there is until I started being a host of radio and podcast talking about this subject. There's a lot of moving parts. There is a lot of moving parts, yes. And, and a lot of different laws that could trip you up and, mm -hmm. and even uh, in the end potentially cost your heirs a lot of money mm -hmm. You know, yeah. if, if things aren't done right. So I, I think you need a team, You know, not only an advisor, but your accountant and or attorney and uh, so you can make sure that you know you got all the bases covered yeah well and there's definitely a lot going on and actually coming up on a future podcast here we're going to discuss some of the changes that actually uh, happened for uh this year so we'll get into some of those things as well so yeah lisa great question uh as tony mentioned you know get him to come in and just have a conversation do a one-off you know where you pay for some advice for the session or whatever the case is and you know see how you feel from there but getting a plan put together certainly going to go a long way towards helping you i think achieve and attain your goals and you can always reach out to tony at 844 Four seven zero seven seventy three eighty one to talk with him eight four four seven zero seven seven three eight one and go to yourplanningpros dot com. All right, my friend, a little getting to know you as we depart this week, just to change it up. What's your yeah. kind of what's your day start like? Like, what's your routine for you? You know, to kind of get things rocking and rolling in the mornings. Sure, yeah, let's go with that. 
Well, I, I mean, I like to, I'm an early riser, so I like to get up and I never used to be, but I like to get <laughs> up now and I like to try to get some exercise in and do a little light reading in the morning, you know, and then, and then get into work early. I, uh, I don't know. I, I seem to just kind of flow better. I like to have that kind of dangling over me so I can feel like I can end my day, uh, you know, a little earlier and go out and do other things. But I tend to, I, I used to be for years. I would try to say, well, I'm going to do this, this, and this after I get off work. And then, you know, for most of us, I don't know, you're kind of worn out when you get off. And then a lot of that times that stuff doesn't get done. So I like to exercise. I like to do some light reading, get a, get a light breakfast in, and then I like to get into work. Okay. All right. So yeah, that, that's me. So uh, reading kind of, you kind of wake up the body with the exercise and wake up the mind with the reading, huh? Some light reading, you know, yeah. just, just something yeah. easy. I, I tend to not really focus on news too much because I think too much of it is negative. <laughs> yeah, like, we get enough of that during the day, uh, you know, just something positive to read, mm -hmm. you know, and, and there's all kinds of little things you can do just for five, 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you there, boy, reading the news every morning, you know, like back in the day, you know, you'd get up and your my dad would get the paper and he'd sit there and he'd read uh, the paper and have a cup of coffee or whatever before he got his day rocking and rolling. And it's like now, man, I mean, even it was probably even the same way then a little bit, but it just seems like now you're just asking to have your day start off on a bad note to me right? because it's yeah. just like it's everything's doom and gloom constantly so uh, I'm yeah. with you something a little bit more uplifting or positive would be a good way to start the day alright well there you go that's our podcast for this week you guys have yourself a great one Tony you have a good one as well I'll see you in a couple of weeks here on the program and we'll talk more about that investing finance and retirement strategies that we like to share here on Playing with the Tax Man Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through Avantax Insurance Agency.